Hey, this is Dan, and thanks for tuning in to the podcast where I talk legal stuff with lawyers that I know, like, and trust. I hope you find the information really useful, and if you need legal help, that you reach out to one of these lawyers directly or drop by lawbydan.com, and I can steer you in the right direction. Here is your podcast. Every year, thousands of people undergo surgery or other types of medical interventions, and it's not surprising given the sheer volume that mistakes or oversights occur. But what happens when they do? And more importantly, what can you do about it? Well, today I'm with Courtney Polden, an accredited personal injury law specialist and multi-award winning lawyer. Courtney, what should people firstly do in these types of matters? Well, it's important to get advice quickly. Uh, a lot of people are under the misconception that uh, every failed medical procedure is due to negligence, but they need to find out whether there's something that the doctor or the hospital or the nursing services have done that, 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 that really is more than just one of the normal consequences of a medical procedure. How do they find that information? I mean, is it, do they access reports or what, what do they do? First steps to get a hold of the records from the various doctors who are involved or hospitals that have been involved, have them reviewed initially by, by lawyers such as us and then ultimately refer them off to an independent doctor who can comment on uh, um, you know, the, the, the performance of the doctor or the hospital involved. So, Courtney, is it the case that you know, prior to your first consult with a person that may have suffered uh, you know, a, a potentially a medical negligence matter, that they should acquire all those files through freedom of information first and then bring them to you? No, no, no. We'll do all that for them. What we need people to do is contact us let us have a general discussion and meet with them to talk about what's happened. And if we decide that the case is worth investigating, we'll, we'll go ahead and get all of those for them. What about timeframes? Now, I know, you know, generally personal injury matters are very, very uh, tight. Uh, in medical negligence matters generally, is there a, is there a time frame? It's pretty, much the, it's pretty much the same. They're governed by our Civil Liability Act, which is a general rule, imposes a three-year limitation period. That's not three years necessary from the date of the medical procedure or hospital admission. It's three years from the date that you know you've got a case when your cause of action is what the law calls discoverable. When you're at that stage, you're three years start, and it's pretty strict from then on, so it's, uh, it's not, not the sort of thing to, to mark around and put out, of the, put out of your mind and think you can come back to three or four years down the track. And how long do these matters typically take? So if there's an action, you know, when would people start to see uh, you know, a damages payout? Well, that depends pretty much on the complexity. There's some pretty easy cases where, you know, if you went into hospital and you had your to have your left leg operated on and they did your right, that would be a pretty easy case because there'd be no dispute about fault and those types of things. But mostly in medical negligence sort of cases, the issues are pretty complex. And the reason for that is that um, most people go into hospital or go and see a doctor when they've already got a problem. And um, what we're talking about is the extent to which that problem has been made worse or you've got other or additional complications. So it's normally not as easy as some other cases where someone starts, you know, starts all afresh without any injuries, like, like a car accident. In these sort of cases, you've got to take into account the fact that, you know, you had a problem in the first place, that's why you went to the doctor. And that's why it makes it a little bit more complex than your sort of run-of-the-mill court cases or, or compensation cases. And these cases don't always uh, involve surgery do they? I mean, I suppose that by and large that uh, they take up the fair proportion of them, but... Um... Well, I wouldn't say that. I think for the, by and large, it's not surgical type cases. Okay. The ones that we most commonly see involve you know, failure to, failure to perform surgery or failure to intervene 
um, when there's been investigations done that should have indicated to a doctor to do something or where the, where the investigations weren't done at all because the doctor didn't, didn't think that, uh, that, that that test was necessary. So rather than it being so much a result of some active procedure, it's often a failure to act. You know, pretty common cases, for example, a sort of late diagnosis of cancer. You know, you go along to a doctor or a hospital or have a number of tests done, which, you know, which, which you show later down the track should have been an indication of the early incidence of cancer, for example. Uh, if that's so, it's the failure of anybody to win and in an act that, that might be the negligent act. I suppose the take-home message, Courtney, is for people to get advice very promptly on these matters. That's certainly the case because, uh, you know, rec records uh, should be obtained early. If there's uh, witnesses who are not doctors, such as other family members who were present, their statements and evidence become vital. So, yeah, there's no reason to delay at all. Uh, on the contrary, you should get onto it quickly uh, so that, you know, you also get some peace of mind as well. I think that's pretty important for, for most people who are suffering, you know, sickness or illness. And in terms of, you know, BPC, uh, free initial contact salt and no win no fee. absolutely yeah absolutely we will see someone you know we will make a decision from an early we, we do a bit of our own you know uh, bush doctor type inquiries from you know people we do know and we speak to doctors who we've had in cases over the over the years just if to get a general idea whether whether a matter's worth investigating and if so yeah we'll uh, we'll do all those investigations at, at no cost to no cost, and of course, if the matter goes ahead, there will there will be a fee arrangement. If it doesn't, it's you know, it's nice to have been able to help you, and, and best wishes, Courtney. Thanks for joining me. My pleasure. Thanks for listening to the podcast. You can find me on all social channels, including Instagram, Facebook, TikTok, and YouTube, with the handle Law by Dan, or simply drop by lawbydan.com. Thanks.